So I bought some Rubik's cubes because we watched some documentary about autistic people solving Rubik's cubes really fast. So we saw it at the store and then bought some. We're like looking online how to like do it. You have to like find all these algorithms and shit. It's fun. How, how how's it going for you? Are you are you guys nailing it so far? Yeah, my wife's really good at it. I didn't, you know. So we found out about that autism. Oh shit! So she's on the spectrum. She's good at yeah. She's good at remembering the patterns, and uh, I'm not as good at remembering the really long strings of patterns. I can get most of the way there, but then I have to check the patterns because hmm. I, I always fuck it up. But it's fun. I recommend it. It's a good way to kill an afternoon. I always used to just pull off the corners and just like reattach them and just complete it that oh, way. That yeah. was the only way I could ever do it. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's a quicker way to kill an afternoon than doing it my way. Yeah, I guess it is. So is she good at counting cards too? We haven't tried. Maybe that's I mean, the next I thing we should this do. Is like the next step, right? Yeah, maybe. We're going. Yeah, we should try that. Yeah, we're going to Northfield. Gonna let it ride. I don't know what that means, but it's some kind of poker term, right? Yeah, I think it means you. I'm all in. Spend money. Yeah. Yeah, you're balling. Cool. Right. I saw some uh, this uh, journalist on Polygon put out an article today about how games need to return to black and white morality of just like good versus evil because there's too much nuance with gray characters. It's like, no, no more of that. I want Mario versus Bowser and that's it. Name one instance where the good guy is a bad guy in the end. Uh, He was, he was talking about the last of us. Well, he's a pedophile. Oh yeah. I thought that was the hero the internet wanted. Uh, it is, but then then they had Abby. They tried to make Abby like show you the reasons for why she killed Joel, and everyone hated that. It's too gray. What's gray about killing a fucking pedophile? For fuck's sake, she's the hero. It's this a gray world area. Needs, God damn it! But she's the she should she's the villain for Ellie. But she is the you know in her story she has her reasons right she did a bad thing for she did a great you know, thing i guess she good reason she killed a fucking pedophile it's like the guy who was it's like the pilot of that plane that killed kobe bryant he's a fucking hero i don't know why people cried about <laughs> it like pretending it was some hero that we lost dude's a fucking rapist he's like joel except not raping kids just adult women yeah that is weird that everyone forgot about that but the same thing happened with Michael Jackson. I mean, people were still whoa, like, whoa. in tears with that. No. And he was a pedophile. He's nothing like Kobe Bryant. Go fuck yourself. What? He's the king what, of goddamn what do you mean? pop. Oh, okay. That's the problem. Kobe was too good at basketball. Billy Jean is the ultimate like get out of jail free card. He could do no wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's how it works. He wrote Thriller for fuck's sake. <laughs> so what if he banged a few kids? We got Thriller. That's a good trade-off. I'm fine with that. Michael Jackson was a and great character. you can't character. prove he kids. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I feel like when you have the amusement park, that's proof of all the that proof I It doesn't prove anything. If I had the money, I would have ten different amusement parks in my backyard. Are you kidding me? I fucking love roller coasters. Do you? Fuck yeah. Who doesn't? Okay. But if you had an amusement park, I mean, you have to fill it with children. I don't have to fill it with like, anyone. Fuck people. It's mine. <laughs> All right. No lines. If I have Michael Jackson money, 
I'm not banking on generating a revenue out of my fucking backyard amusement park to like keep it sustained. I have like thriller money to keep it going. I don't need the fucking public buying season passes to my Cedar Point. I guess not. Just buy your own. Goddamn right. Dave Land. People are, you're going to have an investigation on you the next day. Why do you have this? What's your, what's it, what is your plan? No, I'm going to decorate it thoroughly with no children allowed signs. That makes sense too. You know, so that no one gets suspicious. Right. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, no more, no more nuance to characters. They can only be good or evil. That's what, that's what, that's what we want, I guess, in video games now. What was this, uh, source that this guy wrote this article from? Oh, it was an opinion piece. Games need to return to black and white morality. Tales of good versus evil are more relevant than ever. Um, by someone with a name I can't pronounce. I, I don't even know how to pronounce this name. This is crazy. No, but what was the website that this guy wrote this for is what I'm asking. Polygon. What the fuck is Polygon? Who gives a shit about their opinions? Uh, it's some dumb gaming journalist thing where they write retarded things and then people talk about them on the internet. <laughs> That's all I know them as. They just talk about retarded shit and then people make fun of them. Oh, man. So I did the uh, firework thing yesterday. Oh, yeah. I had... Dick fireworks? No, I I just spelled out cunt. And then I wrote C-U-N-T, kind of like cheerleader, like billboard style. C-U-N-T, exclamation point, and then a cunt. And those were the six graphs that I submitted to Isabel. But then I, I later read, because I only saw like a U and an exclamation point, I never saw the rest of them. So then I read somewhere today online that uh, it doesn't do them all in order or at the same time. Once you submit them, what? it's going to be used throughout like the four Sundays of the month at random times. So what? <laughs> that was totally not fucking worth it. I should have just drawn dicks and butts and boobs. Yeah. I just made one dick design and used it ten times, so... I feel like I got ripped off on this shit. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Oh, man, I'm getting a second story installed in my Animal Crossing house. Tomorrow, I'm gonna have that. I have a full... I, I'm maxed out. I have a basement and an attic. What? Fuck yeah. Dude, you're you're slacking on this shit. Wait, how did you get that so fast? Anytime I have money, I just immediately spend it all on paying that shit off. And uh, immediately after I pay it off, I ask for the next part. Oh, man. Like, you're not, you don't do the turnips. Like, you gotta do that shit. Like, Ralph is right, man. You make a fucking killing in that. Really? Yeah, How? dude. Plus, you get nook miles just for playing the stocks or whatever the fuck they say. Well, I haven't seen that, uh, Sunday that turnip mornings. bitch come around Sun- oh it's sunday morning okay that's yeah. my problem then but I- i'm still All up right. i haven't gone to bed yet usually when she still comes by it's like 5 a.m to i don't know noon maybe or something 5 a.m to something oh really okay maybe that's why i keep missing it then I'm- i usually have classes on sunday mornings oh man oh, really? god damn it yeah so every time i go in there on a sun like yesterday i'm like where the fuck is this bitch you should be up in time to get them then hop on first i guess thing i have to wake morning. up earlier fuck or while you're teaching class, play it. I should, yeah. That's what I would do. While I was teaching class, I was uploading Umbrella Academy for you, actually. Oh, well, I- I'm glad you had yeah, your priorities like in order. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, ar- I'm already busy during my class with things other than my class. Pirating shit yeah. for me is way more important. Yeah. All right. You think you're ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. 
All right, all the um, fuck aboard. Wait. You <laughs> I wait. Wasn't ready. Fuck. I nailed that intro. That was worth the wait. Yeah, it was. Fuck yeah, any train whistle is. Oh shit, speaking of Animal Crossing, uh, you know how they have like the specialty items in the store that are only yeah. there for like a day? They had this giant fucking badass train set that I bought for myself uh, earlier today. Oh, I, I immediately yeah. threw that up in my room. It's awesome. <laughs> that made playing this game for this many months all worth it in the end because I got a yeah. train set. I have one of those in my bedroom too. Nice. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Welcome everyone to Giraffes Have Black Tongues. I'm your host Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we're talking about Ruins of Ravencroft and uh, Umbrella Academy Season 2. Yeah, so apologies. I was under the impression Pulp had already been out for a while. I didn't realize it just came out this past Wednesday. And even even that is kind of like debatable because... I saw a YouTube video of some guy already reviewing it, but yet I can't find it anywhere online to read. So it may be out in physical form, but not like electronically. I don't know. Unless maybe you got like an advanced copy or something. I don't know, but it wasn't out in time, so we couldn't read it. Yeah, it's really weird that we couldn't find that one. It looked cool. The cover looked like Red Dead Redemption. That was pretty awesome. Some That's cowboy I shit. I read it because it looked like a cool Western. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, not there. We'll have to come back to it. I checked today. I still couldn't find it on so the I. website. Yeah. Yeah. I, there weren't any other like YouTube videos about it either. I was just going to send you that if I could find that's one. Weird. Yeah, that's that's really weird. Oh, well. But we still have Ruins of Ravencroft. Thank God. Thank God, indeed. So I guess let's start with, with that one, then. Um, so this is about the uh, insane asylum where... Carnage stayed. Ravencroft. Yeah, Ravencroft is the name of the asylum. Is that the original one that Carnage State was at? It's like or... the Marvel version of Arkham, basically, is what it is. Yeah, I wrote that down in my notes too. Because <laughs> like everybody was there. Loki was there. Wolverine was there. I think some other people worked there, and it was weird. Oh, Dracula was there. Norman Sinister. Osborn was interested. Yeah, Kingpin. Came along, he was interested in it. Everybody turned up for this Ravencroft thing. Everyone was in there, either inside of it or interested in taking it over. Everyone was involved. It's a big conspiracy. That's kind of my one big note about this book in general was just like, it's like that old saying, too many cooks in the kitchen, where it's just every single fucking cameo they can think of they throw into this thing. Like, uh, I don't know. I wasn't a giant fan of it, mainly because it was just way too many characters who are in it for like, a couple pages. Some of them actually got like a, a half a story about them, but for the most part, it's like Danny Rand and Luke Cage show up and they have one line and that was it. They're not heard from again the rest of the fucking book, but they showed them for one panel for some reason. Same with Falcon. And then like, um, who are the other ones? Oh shit. I read them all down. We had like Ghost Rider is there just in a single panel. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I did have a note. Uh, what's that thing? Shuma Gorath was also in the same panel yeah. with Ghost Rider. That was the first time I've ever seen her in a comic book. I've only ever seen her in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. <laughs> yeah, same here. So that was cool. I finally saw her in a book. Right. Cool. Um, yeah, the and I want to talk a little bit about that uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Falcon. Like, they just turned up in one issue like in the main story, they were with the, uh, with, uh, Kingpin like and Misty Knight, Kingpin and, uh, man wolf are kind of yeah. like the three main characters. Right. Show up to and like we're following for them. a second. And just all of a sudden Luke Cage and iron fist are there and Falcon. And then they're like, yeah, we're here. And they had like the, the introduction, uh, box. It's like, Oh, this is iron fist, AKA Danny Rand. And then they were just gone for the rest of the time. They totally disappeared. Like all future, panels that featured the main characters they just nowhere to be found like oh yeah it, yeah it was Mr. really fantastic weird. was also with them and then like winter soldier shows up and cuts them off cuts off falcon for a second and then like winter soldier's there for like a page but everyone else has just disappeared it's so fucking stupid i don't understand why they did that <laughs> like you could devote like all that space that you like wasted on the one picture of iron fist and cage you could have just used that to like continue the story from like misty or uh reed richards's perspective or something like you didn't need to just throw in every single marvel character in the world i, yeah. I don't understand what the fuck they were trying to do with this yeah it's like a ton of cameos of that and just even in the flashbacks there's a ton of cameos i didn't know dracula was an actual character in marvel comics but dracula he was turned there Jubilee into a, a vampire oh really yeah oh okay he's well, an enemy of blade oh, surprisingly <laughs> yeah why does he hate blade dracula had to fight captain america because dracula was trying to decide who transylvania will align with in world war ii or some such nonsense it's like what the fuck is all this oh yeah saber was there and there's one cover where Sabretooth puts on the Wolverine costume just in the cover for the art. And that's my favorite version of Sabretooth. He should always wear the Wolverine costume. I was going to say this had my favorite version of Wolverine ever, though. The bottomized, like, absolutely oh, yeah. brain-dead, worthless Wolverine. Like, he didn't do dick. It was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Wolverine and Ravencroft. It was insanely weird how they ordered these and, like... So it was like Ruins of Ravencroft. First one is Carnage. Then it's Ruins of Ravencroft. At the end of the Carnage book, it says, Join us next time for Ruins of Ravencroft, Sabretooth. But then the next book, number two, is actually the Dracula one. And the Sabretooth one is the oh. third and final. So it was super weird. They really made a mess of this, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, too many cooks, probably. Not that much about Carnage, though. We just had like. Carnage apparently... isn't in it at all. Like. There's some like yeah. ancient, ancient, ancient possible grandfather of Cletus Cassidy who's in it named Cortland, but like well, it's he murdered, obvious grandfather. Well, it's supposed to be because it's like the same alliteration and shit. But he yeah. murdered his wife before they ever like had a kid to carry on his seed. So I don't know how the fuck he's somehow like a great 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 grandfather of Cletus just because they have the same like name. I don't under, I don't know. It was fucking stupid. Well, Cortland Cassidy was the the first mass murderer in the New World, so obviously he's related to. Uh, fuck. What is it? Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. Plus the same. Yeah, that's the it. same 
They had red Alliteration hair. and last name. Yeah. But he had no kids to carry on his namesake, so I don't know how the fuck that's even possible. That was between the panels. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they didn't say... You would think that uh, they would have the wife like holding a baby or something. That would have made sense. But yeah, they should have just had something like that. Like, oh, and the baby's alive. Oh, but the mother's dead or something. But yeah, it was weird. There was a cool, like, uh, a pretty metal corpse spiral. Like when Carnage got his, uh, I forget what the hell those powers are all about. But when he got his new powers, he had that spiral on his head. There was like one shot of like the indigenous people, like, just like inside out making a spiral. That's a pretty cool like album cover. Or or as they called him thing. they called him the S word in this. Wait, what was the S oh Savage, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it was a spiral of savages. That'd be a good song title too. That would be such a great song title. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty metal. Oh yeah, they mentioned Loki is there too. He was in the Ravencroft. That was pretty cool. Oh fuck. There was a there was a Civil War Captain America too. I didn't know that was a thing in the Civil War. Yeah, um, I just remember every single thing about his backstory is always about World War II. Now it's the Civil War. I guess, yeah. Weird. Goes even farther back. Just like the uh, Springman thing. There's multiple Springmen that's passed down. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of Captain America, I really liked the Falcon's color scheme for his costume for the one panel that he was in. Like, normally he either wears the white and red when he's just the Falcon, but when he's Captain America Falcon, he'll wear, like, a a blue with, like, red and white, like, uh, outlines on it. But this one Mm -hmm. was black with red trim. I've never seen him in that costume before. It looked looked cool. Yeah. It's too bad they wasted it on just, like, one little picture of him and then nothing else the entire book. That was... Yeah. That was a waste. It really was. I don't really know what the point of this book was. didn't seem i mean i guess you get the extra backstory for the uh you know from the savages and their religion and from uh courtland cassidy for whatever fucking reason but that's really all there was it was short that's nice it was yeah yeah i like that a lot oh and they had they did have man wolf in there as we mentioned and they also had woman wolf at the end there. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. That's all the notes I had. Anything else? So, Man Wolf and Norman Osborn are going to be co-workers at the new Ravencroft. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, oh, okay. So, there was, when they were uh, first opening up the new Ravencroft, after they rebuilt it, they showed, like, all these busloads of all the uh, killers and shit being driven in to like the new institution and I don't know who this character is but there's this massive blue hippopotamus character that I've never fucking seen before in any comic book but holy shit that guy looks so fucking awesome I want him to be the main bad guy in every single thing that Marvel does from here on out (laughs) it's like it's their answer to King Shark it's just a hippo I fucking love hippos I, I don't care how lame he is I just want him to be the bad guy every time. Yeah. I guess he'd be more like the rhino, but an actual hippo instead of just wearing a costume. I mean, rhino doesn't wear a costume. He's a rhino. He wears a costume, doesn't he? In that shitty yeah, Spider-Man does. movie, but in like the comic books, he's like a man rhinoceros. Really? Yeah. 
He looks like a rhinoceros suit. I thought he was just a big guy. It's in the cartoon. They had his uh they had like a face hole and you just see his face. And he, it's like a white guy. Really? Yeah. I always thought it was just a, that's how he looked. I didn't think that was a costume. So wait. <laughs> so should I I'm just gonna Google is the rhino a rhino? <laughs> Google's gonna have no idea what you're talking about. It's like what? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just getting all kinds of shit about rhinos. Just rhinos. Yeah, I mean, you gotta specify Marvel Comics. Yeah, it says he's a former mob enforcer of Russian origin. Uh, he became known as the rhino after having an experimental combat suit grafted to his skin. So there so you go. So grafted to his skin, so he's permanently in that thing. It's not something he could take off. Alright, so, so I guess we're... we're right. The answer is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, we're both right on this one. In a way. All right, cool. So then Hippo Guy will be a, that'll be a nice new Marvel mainstay someday in the future, I'm sure. Anyway, would you recommend this book? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So there you have it. You want to hear some reviews? Sure. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! So there was just two reviews on Amazon. The first one was two stars. The title is A Big Price Tag for Inferior Quality. The item came packaged very well. I opened the book up, and the very first page after the cover was cut incorrectly and is bigger than the rest. So the part that was bigger has been folded over, ripping the page and putting a big crease in it. So much for keeping the book in good shape. Well, that sucks. Bastards. Yeah. Second one was one star. Product's condition not described well. Book has spine creases throughout and ticks. The condition, I don't know what, and what, what does that mean with ticks? Like T-I-C-S. What, what is that supposed to mean? Is that like scratches? Is that like little scratches and tears? Like nicks? Kind of? Like some nicks of the pages, would make like more some sense. Some of the pages yeah. are kind of like slightly uh, ripped a little bit. Isn't that what that is? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, anyway. The condition was advertised as new when it should have been fine. A weird sentence to end there, too. So, yeah. Seems like this is a real shitty book as far as uh, production quality goes. So, not a great book as far as content, either. Yeah, and, and Shit all writing around. quality as well. Yeah, writing quality for the reviews was awful also. So, yeah. Wall-to-wall shit. Don't read it. Speaking of wall-to-wall shit, the Umbrella Academy Season 2 was not wall-to-wall shit. Fuck, where's the goddamn drop? Indeed it wasn't. It was actually even good, you would say. These comic book shows! Uh, Yeah, I think it was quite good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I feel like I haven't watched a show that was... This that was this good all year, you know. It, it's just everything's been shit this year. A lot of the shows that were not that many shows have been coming out in the at all, really. Um, this one is really good. I, I wanted to watch the whole thing start to finish. It's the kind of show you just keep watching episode after episode. I mean, I, I binge the whole thing. I mean, how about you? I did as well. Yeah, I noticed that the episodes were shorter too, they were like between 40 and 50 minutes, never above 50 minutes, I don't think. So that's another thing that kind of made it easy to go down, I think. When you, I, I always feel like when you have that full hour, 
with a lot of episodes. I, I always feel the full hour. I like I like forty to forty five minutes. I think I think it's a good length for a show for an episode. Yeah, I like the time for commercials. Right. <laughs> oh, whoops! I want to be advertised to. Fuck yeah! So yeah, at the end of last season, the world was about to get destroyed, and uh, number five took them back in time, and they ended up in the sixties. And I like how they kind of ended up at different parts. Or different times, so some... It's all in the exact same alleyway, just everyone is a year off from everyone else. I think uh, Five and Fanya were a couple months in between there. Right. And I like that, too, because you have some of them who have um, established a life there, and some of them have just arrived, so it's it's interesting. Uh, I like that dynamic. I really liked how every single one of them fell... Even number five, which kind of surprised me, except Diego is the only one who landed on his feet. Oh, yeah. No, he did the uh, the superhero land like like Iron Man. Okay, on one foot oh. and a knee, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that ties in with his superhero complex that he has, or that everyone gives him shit about for the entire season because he's trying to save JFK and all that because he's like, oh, I'm a hero. I do the right thing. They're like, oh, you have a fucking complex, fucking psycho. That is good foreshadowing for his storyline, now that I think well, about I mean, it. Plus, there's a woman who's getting robbed who cries out for help, and because he's already mm-hmm. on his feet, he immediately just runs down the attacker and gets her purse back for her. Yeah, that too. This is a great show. They had th- great foreshadowing, I'm just now realizing, now that we talk about it. I, I, I didn't catch like 90% of the foreshadowing and shit, but when I watched a YouTube video... Going through all of the like hitting shit, hidden Easter eggs and shit. Like apparently yeah. all throughout everyone is like have has Robins or they're all over like all of uh Hargraves' like files and then the little autistic kid keeps playing with a toy raven or a toy sparrow or whatever the fuck to all hint at the uh, very end. Obviously spoilers for this uh, entire season. I mean it's easy to watch. Just go fucking watch it. You you'll have no problem. It's it's a good show. Well, I guess we should get to the ending later, but I yeah, I, I want to know. Let's go through this amazing fucking casting all throughout, like, of all these guests for this season. Right. The greatest one, by far, is the R.A. Lucian from Undeclared, who also played Devil on Justified. He was the mm-hmm. uh, conspiracy theory guy, that Elliot friend of number fives, the main Swede. He was the older brother of one of the characters for the first, like, two seasons of Degrassi Junior High. So he made like maybe like five or six appearances, but he was in it. Was he in Game of Thrones? He was on uh, Underworld. I don't know. He's not the kid from okay. Game of Thrones who I think you're thinking of. I think you're thinking of the guy from John Wick, Alfie Allen. Okay. Who was All on right. Game Never of Thrones. Never mind then. I, I assumed he was from Game of Thrones. He looks he looks similar to that guy. Yeah, he does. All right. Never mind then. Um, the lady that Vanya fell for. She played this awesome suicide bomber terrorist on Homeland, who was one of my oh, favorite cool. characters from that show. <laughs> cool. uh, <laughs> those were the those were the like main three awesome guests that I had. Uh, so the end of episode six. So lots of good music choices as well as the casting. Yeah, it's all about. It's all based on the entire season is just based on the Dallas comic book volume two of uh the, the book. And I mm-hmm. do love that at some point in time they did manage to get some Gibby Haynes. Shout out to the legend there. 
So they played uh, Pepper by the Butthole Surfers. I think it was like episode six or seven. They just had a montage going on, but it was choreographed to Pepper. So that was a nice touch. Yeah, I liked hearing Pepper. Yeah, I mean, they're from Dallas, Texas, so it was fucking fitting as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. They also played this uh, song by this band called The Deep South. It's this Canadian like country bluegrass band. It's a really good song. And uh, I got to work the backstage door when they came through at work. And uh, I think it was November-ish. End of November, early December maybe. But yeah, they were surprisingly good. I was shocked I enjoyed them. Yeah, a lot of the, they have a lot of those uh, music montages here. They, there's uh, a lot of choreography going on. There wasn't as much like stupid dance scenes, but there was there was a couple. Uh, the the beauty shop scene with uh, Klaus, Allison, and um, Vanya in it. I, I could have done without like that one. That one was a little too far for me. It's like, all right, stop dancing. Let's get on with it. What the fuck are you guys doing? But the other ones all made sense in where they were, and I think they, they were all done very well. But yeah, there you go. If you like dancing, I guess you would like that scene. I'm not a fan of dancing. Wasn't that when they just got like reunited together and that's why they were dancing because they were happy? Or this was when they were drinking, right? No, they weren't drinking. They were just in the beauty shop. They're like, oh, let's go uh, do brother-sister stuff. And they're like, yeah. And then they then they all start dancing. And then they're like, okay, we're done dancing now. Let's, let's actually go uh, at the end of that scene. <laughs> it was oh. a very strange way to insert a dance scene, I thought. Felt unnecessary. I do like that uh, Klaus forms his own cult. And everything is just yeah. based on, like, Destiny's Child and, like, TLC and Backstreet Boys and all kinds of, like, 90s and early 2000s, like, pop music bands. Yeah, that was pretty good. Everyone's eating out of his hand. Yeah, and his, like, hippie look was very fitting for that character as well. Oh, I was disappointed that Space Boy wasn't super fat. He started eating a lot about halfway through the season. He's He started... Just eating way too much, so I'm I'm looking forward to Fat Space Boy I, probably in the next season. Once he found out that Allison had a husband, because like immediately after he meets uh, Ray, he brought the chocolates to give to her, and he's like, "Hey, do you mind if yeah. I do this?" And he eats the entire box right then and there. And I think from then on out is when he starts eating and going like crazy about it. Oh yeah, can't wait to see Fat Space Boy. We got Baby Pogo. Uh, yeah, ba- I wrote Baby Pogo, just we're doing the Baby Yoda thing, but with Pogo now. So they the show is its very own Baby Yoda. Except better. Yeah, I, I like Baby Pogo better. Yeah, and I, I also like the, the young Hargreaves. Uh, what the fuck was this? Reginald Hargreaves, their dad. Um, he was pretty cool. He's He uh, kicked shit. What the hell Diego. is his name? Diego, yeah, Diego's ass. Shanked uh, him. Yeah, shanked him, and then he just like whistle it's like snaps his fingers or something and baby pogo just comes jumping down like he like holds hands with the baby monkey and like walks away in the fog that was a pretty good scene i like that pogo scratched the shit out of uh five's face too yeah that was good too a lot of good baby pogo stuff and pogo was at some point in time like a uh like i guess he was like a national hero or something like they showed this weird little brief montage of pogo growing up and he becomes like a uh, space chimp, and then he's like in some catastrophic like uh, a wreck or, or something happens where yeah, he like a Challenger fire. explosion. Yeah. yeah, and they have to resuscitate him. Yeah, and he just gives him the shot to resuscitate him, and he he just wakes up, but he's still all like burned up and shit. It's like goddamn. 
That sucks. Real hero right there. Yeah. I can't wait to see the uh, baby Pogo Funko Pops and shit. Oh, definitely. Oh, and uh, also, there was, a, there was a homeless guy holding a The End Is Nigh sign. That must be a reference to the Watchmen, right? I Paying assume. homage to the Watchmen. Yeah. So, I like that in there. I loved when, uh, speaking of the homeless guys, I love when uh, Luther first gets there, and he's just standing in the rain yelling out Allison's name, and there's this homeless guy right next to him who just stands up and starts joining him and yelling out Allison's name. That, was, that made yeah. me laugh. That was great. Yeah, that was fun. Some drunk homeless guys. Oh yeah, at one point, number one is doing nitrous oxide, or the uh, or la- I think that's laughing gas, but it's laughing gas, with uh, with Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Have you ever done the the laughing gas thing? Have you ever had like a laughing gas balloon? No. You you don't laugh as much, and you don't really talk as much either. It's it's a uh, in China in one of the bars they had like the you could get these laughing gas balloons, and you just like breathe them in. And it doesn't, like, make you laugh like that. It just makes you, like, black out for, like, a couple seconds. And then, uh, you know, you start seeing the uh, layers of reality peel away for a few seconds. Then you come back and you're like, oh, my fucking God. So that was not an accurate. (laughs) (laughs) It's not an accurate portrayal of what it's like to do laughing gas. I I, I miss laughing gas balloons. (laughs) At one point, so Vanya has lost her memory and she's living with this family you know, with this kid who doesn't talk and he's like some kind of autistic or whatever. But at some point the kid like runs away I forget why he runs away, but he ends up in a pond and then Vanya uses her powers to like lift the, all the water out of the pond to like get him out. Cool scene, but that kid drowned in like one second flat. It was like, yeah, it, you it just heard like, like the plop and then, and then he just, dr- he's just drowned at the bottom of the fucking pond in a, a second. It was, that was crazy fast. How, how this kid drowned. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you that, that too. too. Yeah, that was weird. Cuz like he's within Vanya's line of sight. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time until like he falls off this cliff into the water and he's instantly just sinks and dies. That was really fucking crazy how fast he drowned. It's a record record drowning, record time. But yeah, she like uses her powers to like kickstart this kid's heart and bring him back to life and stuff cpr didn't even save this kid he was like he was dead fast his body was already like halfway rotten that's fucking crazy so that kind of that kind of gave him a part of anya's power and then like diego's story this whole time is he was locked in an insane asylum because he keeps warning everyone about the upcoming jfk assassination trying to save him and he gets thrown inside of a uh, mental institution, and he meets a girl in there. Oh, shit, what was her name? Uh, Lila? hmm Yeah. And we later find out that Lila is actually has her own powers as well, where she can kind of basically just... She's basically Mimic from the X-Men, where if she's close enough to you, she can just mirror your powers. Yeah. So we find out... We finally found, like, another one of the special children from this... Uh, thing at the original beginning of the story so that's cool i really like that part at the very end when uh, they have the army of hazel and cha-chas attacking them on the farmhouse uh, and vanya like uses their powers to like just kill them all just immediately and then just lila just copies it it's like that that was pretty good i like the i like the way they revealed that so i assume that's well no because she was working for the time whatever the 
I forget what they're called. Uh, the commission. The commission. She does work for the commission. So maybe she can fight that well because of that. But I was like at first thinking maybe that's how she got so good at the hand-to-hand combat was because she was always like that close to Diego the whole time. But I guess working yeah. for the commission, you kind of have to know how to fight yourself too. That's true. I feel like she, because when she fought uh, number five, Diego wasn't around. But I guess number five can also fight. So who knows? Uh, but I, I assume she can fight. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. Um, and then at one point, Vanya has a lesbian kiss with the autistic kid's mother. Sissy. And that, yeah, right. Sissy. And that reminded me of The Last of Us Part 2, putting all these lesbian scenes in there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. If, if, only, if only she had Luther's arms, that'd be the only right. thing that would have made it better. <laughs> and... Ellen Page is kind of connected to The Last of Us, the original game, because wow. they originally made they they originally made Ellie look a lot more like Ellen Page, so I, they had to change her model. The girl that plays Ellie looks a lot like Ellen Page in real life. I think it's right, yeah. Shannon Woodward is who they made it look like. Okay, well, in the uh, early concept art for The Last of Us, the original game, the Ellie does look a lot more like Ellen Page, and they had to kind of change it a little bit because it was way too close. So, yeah, I mean, I think they just look similar in that way. Um, And they're both lesbians. So there you go. Oh, dude. uh, And also speaking of Ellen Page, I saw this movie called Into the Forest. Have you ever heard of this movie? So the one you were talking about last week with the zombies and how they're hated for being zombies? No, actually, it's another movie that Ellen Page happened to be in. Oh, no. I, I don't know how I'm finding all these Ellen Page just movies all of a sudden. Her and just searching for I, everything. I didn't know she was in it until sure, I was, started watching it. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, but anyway, you, uh, yeah, you can see her boobs in that movie. And I, I, I was thinking about it like, I don't think she's ever showed her boobs for any movie. And she's I'll showing them yeah. for this movie. <laughs> yeah, very strange. So watch that movie. What was it? Into the Wild? Into the Forest. What is it about other than her boobs? Oh, it's about like a post-apocalyptic world. Like the it's it's set in the future. Movie is the last one, and they blame the zombies for getting infected. There's no zombies or or disease or anything. It's about something makes all the power in the U.S. go out, and then like two we and then like a couple days later, everyone goes crazy and starts you know all the gas is gone and shit. So yeah, all the five G took over. It's weird. And then their dad dies in a chainsaw accident. <laughs> and then they, her and her sister have to like figure out how to survive on their own. Uh, now that their dad is dead. Cause their dad was like some, he was like a uh, knew all these like survivalist skills and shit, even though they had all this technology and stuff. So all the power is cut off and you would think in the future, they'd be using more solar power, but the only thing that uses solar power is like some shitty, like, am fm radio that they have that's the only solar power object that they own so for some reason they're not powering the house that's in the middle of nowhere on solar power it's very strange there's a lot of like weird plot holes in this it's not a it's not the best movie but uh ellen page is in it and if you want to see her boobs you can see it there so awesome anytime it's described as a chainsaw accident yeah <laughs> i immediately laugh i know right <laughs> <laughs> like he was juggling and like someone distracted him <laughs> from around the corner, and he accidentally slipped and let it like slice his major artery yeah. or something. Yeah, Ellen Page distracted him, and then she felt terrible. She had to spend the rest of the movie like coping with it. Weird movie, but 
Yeah, whatever. What else is anyone doing? Watch it. So speaking of powers here, at yeah. the very end in that that final showdown on the farm, Diego has like a new power, which I don't remember him having at all. I don't know if yeah. He has a Neo bullet stopping power. Yeah, was that was that new just for this episode, or did he have that in the book? Because I don't remember it. I don't I don't remember him having that in the book. No. Well, it seems like their powers are developing because some of them just sort of all of a sudden they're like, "Oh fuck, I can do this now!" Holy shit. Same with a uh, Klaus. It's like, "Oh shit, now people can possess me!" Oh my god. I didn't well, know I was, could do I that would too. Say that's more Ben's power than. Yeah, that's more Klaus's. okay. That's more Ben's then. So yeah. Either way, it's like a new thing. I think someone else had that too. Well, Vanya, obviously she can bring people back to life and shit and like lift bodies of water. That's new for her. Yeah. She um, can do that Phoenix power. Yeah. And I swear there was another one somewhere. Yeah. Just all of a sudden they have these like weird revelations of powers for some reason. They never really addressed that Neo bullet stopping power. Like he never said like, holy fuck guys, you'll never believe it. I can do more than just throw knives. It's fucking crazy. Well, that that was the one thing that I was kind of like, oh, maybe it's just any... Because when he's uh, when they have the meeting with Hargraves, all of them, he throws the knife and he curves it like this really weird way, like around everyone into a wall behind like the table. So I was like, oh, maybe he can like control the path of like a weapon and maybe this is just him using it to the max or something maybe like i i don't know like i know he's a great like knife thrower but i didn't know like that was like technically his power i thought he just had like enhanced like hand-to-hand combat or something so yeah so did i i thought he just could throw knives really good i'd like bullseye so it's weird that he can just stop bullets with his mind or whatever the fuck that is diego also had a cool hallway fight scene that was fun with the with the swedes but they cheated in that hallway fight scene. They did it from outside the windows. So there's like all these gaps where you can't see what's going on. It's like, oh, cut there, cut there. There's no old boy hallway fight scene. Yeah, not not quite. No. But fun nonetheless. I, I, I still thought it was uh, fun to watch. Oh, and uh, Vanya's powerful in this. She does all this like crazy sound energy shit. And that, that just gets kind of crazier in this season. But... She has like a terrible weakness of guns because uh, at one point the cops just hit her with the butt of a gun and it's like, oh, she's out. She's done. You know, when she started using her powers. And then later the uh, the handler just comes in at, toward the very end and like shoots everybody. And apparently everybody's weakness is just guns. That seemed like a really easy way to take them down. They seemed fine with guns, you know, up until that point, And then suddenly just everyone's mowed down. Well, I mean, that's because Diego was spent from his previous gun-stopping powers. They're all just (laughs) normal people. None of them are, like, bulletproof. I mean, I would think think Luther is fairly bulletproof. Yeah, I would think he could be bulletproof. I would imagine that uh, Five or Diego could react to that a little faster than they did. And um, and then, yeah, yeah, you know. Five had said earlier that he was already exhausted and that's why his powers were like kind of on the fritz during that fight yeah so i guess maybe that was kind of why he couldn't teleport out yeah i suppose so well any f5 by the way saves the day just by taking his young father's advice and just going back a few seconds instead of uh 10 years or whatever 
Why wouldn't he think of that on his own? I don't know. I thought that was weird. It's like, yeah, obviously you can just go back a few seconds. He's like, holy fuck, I didn't, I never thought of that. I don't, all right, so we read this a while ago, so I don't have the best memory of how it all went down and stuff. But I remember, yeah. like, the entire Dallas story was just him and Allison, and uh, everyone else was, I guess, I don't remember if any of them made an appearance or not, but none of them went back in time with him. But I I remember, like, the very final uh, showdown, like, Old Five was supposed to kill JFK, kind of like he was there to do this time. But, man, I remember, yeah. like, that hallway fight scene all going to number five, and him just murdering the shit out of, like, everyone from the, uh, the, uh, what the fuck, the time cop thing? Commission. Commission. I, I liked it a lot better in the comic book than uh, they did here. I mean, I guess with the big, like, infinite Hazel Chacha just immediately getting taken out by Vanya thing, I guess I was supposed to be that. But, I don't know. I like the way they did that fight better in the book. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it was pretty paint by numbers by that point. It's like, well, obviously, he's just going to murder everybody and teleport around and murder people. I like that, though. Imagine if Nightcrawler went crazy and just decided to start yeah. decapitating everyone with his swords and then just teleporting away without anyone ever even seeing him do it. That'd be fucking amazing. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that it's expected. It's your expectation in that in that scene. You know, they didn't do anything like... Uh, that I wouldn't have imagined would have happened. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, the, uh, so the, the commissioner is this, this like dude with a, who it's a fish, a goldfish that was in like a tank on a head and he controls the body or something and smokes cigarettes. Um, so when five killed all the commission, uh, that goldfish was there and he brought the fish back to the handler and the handler is just like keeping the fish in a bowl on the desk which doesn't really make sense. Like, why would you do that? Obviously, I feel like that guy would find a way to, like, fuck with you. That seems like you're just asking for trouble at that point. Which he did. He, like, spelled out some numbers in the bowl and to point someone else in the right direction to how to uh, get back at the handler. And then once the handler found out, she just eats him. Yeah, that was which weird. Is, that was cool. Oh, uh, the last subject I want to talk about is uh, the way ghosts work in this show with Ben. They had a flashback to like right after Ben died, like at his funeral, and it shows Klaus, teenage Klaus, talking to teenage ghost Ben. So apparently, ghosts just age at the same rate as people, and I, I don't really understand why a ghost would age. I didn't even think about that at all, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> what, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Because no, because later on, when uh, during the big final showdown. When he gets when Klaus is uh, thrown into the air after the big uh, I forget her name again that, uh, that girl's Vanya. Vanya attack like he goes flying through the air and he has two old like Civil War general looking ghosts like catch him so he doesn't like crash into the earth and die yeah. so those guys if if like they ghosts actually age at like a year apiece like regular yeah. human beings they'd be long dead they couldn't help him that's true yeah they would be like skeleton or super old men or something. Yeah. It's weird, but yeah. Yeah. Very strange that ghosts would, that a ghost would age. And then the other thing is like, Ben ends up going into Vanya's mind to try and stop her when she's like, you know, freaking out and creating a, you know, she's about to cause an explosion that will cause the world war three or whatever, a nuclear Holocaust. But 
Ben going into Vanya, Vanya's powers causes Ben to die as a ghost, which is weird. So I also don't understand why a ghost would die. Maybe that was the new power too, was him going into her mind and that. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, it's like the possession thing, but just sort of. Except she's not going. Like yeah, a... she's not really getting possessed, but the kid was kind of possessed because he was connected to Vanya at the time. So the kid doesn't speak, and he was he says Vanya's name like so. I assume that was Ben through the kid. But I do like that. Uh, it closes up with them going back in time, or they go back to 2019 in the future. And they think everything's fine. They're back home. And then, like, that's when Hargreaves reveals that he's still alive. And it's no longer the Umbrella Academy. It's the Sparrow Academy. And I like, like, mm-hmm. prepubescent, like, shitty mustache having Ben shows up. And he's like, who are these assholes? So so that was Ben? Yeah. It's really? Ben's picture on the mantle place. And then he turned around and that was him. Wait. I don't think that was Ben. Was yeah. that Ben? Yeah, that's Are you ben. sure? He's the only Asian guy in the cast. That's that my wife is like, wait, is that Ben? And I'm like, no, don't be racist. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was a different guy. He looked totally different because they had Cause Ben's had portrait on the like thing. Fake mustache or not fake, but like. But he seemed like fatter. Ben seemed more like Korean or something. And that guy seemed more like Japanese. Um, and probably also I'm full of shit. Uh, so let's agree that uh, it was both was Ben and also it wasn't Ben or something. It was clearly Ben. Something in the middle. Something non-racist. Go rewatch that last scene. It's Ben. Alright. It's hard to <laughs> right, even says that Ben isn't dead. I'm gonna I wanna take a look here at the very end. I'm gonna double check this. I hope this means that Pogo is still alive in this new future as well. I didn't see oh, yeah, him with like so. the new team, but I hope he's somewhere in the house. I feel like he's he's gotta be somewhere in there. I, that's not Ben. Yeah, that's Ben. That's definitely not Ben. That it's looks totally ben different. With like a shitty, like unshaved mustache. He's supposed to look like he a, like a shitty. He has like a shitty hairstyle, but it's a different why, haircut. Why would, yeah. Well, then why would this they? Is like emo goth rock Ben. Uh, I don't know. Hold on, let me look at this portrait. It's a thousand percent Ben. Wait, hold on. So that portrait is Ben. Uh, I don't know, man. He looks different to me. It's him. All right. Tweet at us at uh, Giraffes HBT Pod and tell tell us which one of us is racist. Because <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, that's all the notes I had though about this season. Uh, really good season. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm just I'm sad that it's over already, and I have to wait a whole probably year or maybe longer until it comes back. Um, but yeah, I'm in. I'm into it. I like this show a lot. How about you? It did say there's going to be a season three. It did get Good. picked up for that, so I would hope so. It's a it's an excellent show. Yeah, it was definitely solid. Yeah, best show I've seen all year. Yeah, you guys are welcome that we reviewed the comic on this show, and they made such an excellent show out of it on Netflix. So everyone's welcome. You know, you're yeah, welcome. We, we do that a lot. This, yeah, the boys. seriously. Yeah, the boys is what next month. Yeah. All right. So we'll see season two of the boys looking forward to it. You guys are welcome for that one as well. All right. So what do you want to watch next week then? Um, you want to watch that Lucifer? That's also on Netflix. 
Lucifer? Okay. Which episode? I don't fucking care. I've never seen it. All right, let's just do episode one. Okay. That's based on a comic book? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, do you have anything else you want to talk about today? Um, hmm. Nope, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's all I got, too. Talked about all my topics at the beginning. All right, so what do you want to read next week? There's this new Domino solo series. I think it's just called Hot Shots. Yeah, Domino Hot Shots. The first okay. volume of that. It sounds like a Domino pizza deal or something. It's just one big advertisement for that. Yeah, it's all Domino's pizza. All right. It's her and the Noid teaming up against <laughs> Magneto or something. All right. Remember the cool. Domino's Noid? No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> shit. I hope I'm in for a treat then. Yeah. All right. Well, I also uh, brought in a Marvel book. Morbius, Volume 1, Old Wounds. That's a new one. So I feel like we, we got to get we gotta get ready for that Morbius movie. So I think we need to brush up on our Morbius. We still have a year and a half to get ready for that shit. Okay, well, I saw this one today. So let's do that. It's, called it's everyone's Wounds? favorite villain. It's called Old Wounds, Volume 1, Old Wounds. Yeah, probably a newer one. I mean, the collected volume just came out like in May of this year. So. Whatever the newest one is, probably on, on the website that uh, legally has all the comic books on it. All right. So join us next week for that, for Morbius, for Domino Hot Shots, and for Lucifer, uh, the first episode of it. So follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I'm at Deesty the God. We are at Giraffes HBT Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. Find us there. Thank you to DJ Von Meer. Check him out on SoundCloud. And that's it. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. password to log into that whatever the fuck that site is called podcorn or whatever yeah. the fuck it is yeah but uh, you had to reset it, it right so yeah I, I tried to reset it but i've yet to get that email all right i just got it like an hour or two ago but i haven't actually gone through and done it yet so i haven't seen oh, what really? offers we can get okay yeah but i'm signing See this up anything for every on single there. one all right doesn't matter what product it is yeah as long as we can earn like 12 cents a shout out we're doing it. We'll just be like the radio is now and just have an ad break every like five minutes. That's fine. Yeah, let's do it. Fellas, if you're like me, you respect women for their minds and their tits. And you love their tits as much as or probably a lot more than their minds. I don't know. Uh, this came off way more sexist than funny. Shit. But anyway... 
OnlyFans.com slash SinfulSavage. It's S-Y-N-F-U-L-S-A-V-A-G-E. Check her out. Subscribe to her page. DM her a message with G-H-B-T in the description. Let her know that we are the ones who turned you on to her. And she has agreed to give you your second month 50% off. And she'll send you a nice little welcome package of some hot shit. Your dick nice and hard, fellas and ladies. Once again, that's OnlyFans.com slash SinfulSavage. S-Y-N-F-U-L-S-A-V-A-G-E. Yeah, you're welcome, everyone. Enjoy it. Church. Old Man Logan of Tinder. Still reserve, like water. Hey guys, Giraffes Have Black Tongues fucking podcast. The ESPN of shitting on other people's hard work. Saying cunts a world record setting number of times and reporting on sports. Da da da, da da da, you're welcome cunts. Church. Patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. Steel Reserve. <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew. I just want to say, I think you're a real sellout, and I ain't playing no more of your records. Take this shit. <laughs> you. The double McGum's lame. You should know that. Church.